I'm Anna. And I'm Brad. And welcome to our podcast, Continued Conversations, where we dive deeper into hot topics in rehab and the real world. Welcome back to another episode of Continued Conversations. Uh, we have another bonus episode up and another Meet the Team. And today we have Claire, who recently transitioned over into a new position with us. Um, Claire is the Director of Customer Engagement for Continued Teller Rehab. And Claire, maybe I'll let you explain a little bit about what your new role entails with us. Yeah, sure. Um, so the new role is kind of still evolving a little bit, um, but as Continue is building a brand, that's kind of my sole um, responsibility is to help build that brand. So all of our content um, and the platforms that we are on for social media, I'm just helping with those efforts um, or directing them, I suppose, and heading up that. So, Which is something I feel like you've been doing for a long time anyways. Now it's just... You have a name with it, right? Official, yes, yes. That's so. exciting. When when Claire gets like super engaged in the project she's working on, uh, you can tell because she gets lower and lower in her chair, like slouching. <laughs> she's just like melting into her chair. It's fantastic. So you, you don't want to bother her when she's in that spot because you know she's like in the zone. Yes. So like when she becomes one with the chair. Yeah. Pretty mm. Interesting. Um, Claire, tell us a little bit more just about yourself. And are you from Omaha originally? Yeah, so from Omaha. Um, I've lived here majority of my life. I did go to UNL for a little bit for college, went to nursing school after that, and then got my bachelor's um, in healthcare admin. So kind of bopped around a little bit in college, I suppose, but, you know, stayed really close to home. Um, reason being is probably because my whole family's here, super close to my family. There's five kids in my family. Um, so lots of siblings, lots of nieces and nephews, and it's just super fun. So I don't have plans to leave anytime soon. Um, but yeah, family is big part of my life. Other than that, I like to be active and run, um, getting back to running, I suppose. Um, like to do anything creative, like to read, love to cook. Yeah. There's an avid baker too, which I appreciate. What's your favorite thing to bake? Um, so I like to do cakes. I love baking cakes. I don't necessarily love actually the baking part. It's I like the frosting part, um, like designing the cake and doing the fun things on top of the cake. What's it called when you like wrap the cake and like a wedding cake? What would that have on it? Like fondant. Fondant. Yes. Yes. I don't necessarily do that as much. I do like the frosting and it's kind of like the the end thing now is to do like a messy frosting that like looks very rustic. So you, it's kind of the messy, nice look. Have you done any wedding cakes? I have. Yeah. So wow. I've done a wedding cake. I've actually done, um, that was kind of a fluke thing. I think during COVID people would take pretty much anybody. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I've seen your cakes. They're great. I think they're called naked cakes, Brad. Yes, naked cakes. Ah. They're, they're like really rustic looking. They're very in right now. <laughs> That's Other awesome. That, just cakes for like friends, like, you know, rehearsal dinners and um, parties and things like that. So just a fun hobby. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, staying along the, the lines of food, Claire, if you had to eat any meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. I would have to say because I almost have it every single day right now, um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I feel like it's very convenient. It's easy. Um, 
and it just doesn't really get old to me. So I can eat it breakfast, lunch, or dinner and be completely satisfied. Okay. Crunchy or creamy peanut butter? It really depends what mood I'm in. See, that's the thing. There's a lot. Either way, huh? Yeah, you can, you know, you can kind of diversify what your sandwich is like. I do crunchy sometimes. I do creamy sometimes. I do almond butter, different kinds of jelly. I was going to, what's your jelly of choice? Um, I recently bought a raspberry one that I'm really liking. Sometimes I make it. Look at you. I know. That's amazing. I also don't know that I've ever met anybody who's been okay with either type of peanut butter. Really? Like, I feel like it's a pretty polarizing subject. Like either your team creamy or your team crunchy. There's like a hard line for a lot of people. Yeah. There is a hard line. I know. Open to either. It depends on my mood. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> um, before um, coming over to continue, what did you do? And and was that, I guess, the favorite job, a favorite job for you? Or if not, what was a favorite job that you worked at? Um, so prior to working at continue, I worked for a um, an accounting and consulting firm here in Omaha for about three years or so. So in doing that, I worked, I was a healthcare consultant. So I worked a lot in private practice and rural medicine, um, learned a ton there that I still apply every day to what I do. Um, but I wouldn't say it was my favorite job. It was kind of like my first job, my first real job out of, out of college anyways. Um, I wasn't built for the accounting world and for that, uh, kind of that structure, but I think it made me figure out what I was built for. So being able to be in a job where I can really be creative, but also be strategic is what I found out, what I wanted, kind of what I wanted to do. So I would say not my favorite job, but a influential one for sure. Um, I was a nanny most of the years growing up um, prior to college. So I would say that's probably one of my more favorite jobs. Um, it was fun. Got to go to the pool every day in the summer. So that's awesome. Yeah. Claire, what's something that you're just enjoying in life in general right now? Right now, um, I would say, you know, a lot of the folks around me, a lot of my friends, um, being 28 years old, I recently turned 28. I live downtown. Um, I'm just enjoying this like point in my life of not being married or having kids, but really just like flourishing and like myself and my social life, um, spending time on myself, learning more about myself, um, and being able to have the downtime outside of work to read and to take a pottery class and to go work out. Um, and realizing that that free time is not going to, it's not going to be that way forever. So I guess knowing and loving just where I'm at in my life right now and just, yeah, not hurrying the hustle all the time and just spending some, some slow days. How, uh, like what's, what's the favorite thing that you've made in a pottery class? Um, well, fun fact, actually, prior to when I was in high school, I went and visited some colleges out in California because I thought that I was going to be a potter. If you can imagine that wow. I thought I'd be a potter and I would go to college to be a potter. So that was going to be my life path. So I've made a lot of things in pottery, but more recently we haven't made anything yet. We've just began the process of like getting your clay on the wheel. I think that's super learning. fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've like, I've watched people do that and always thought that'd be a lot of fun just to, I, I don't like know that I have the vision to do something like that, but 
It looks fun working with your hands. It is. I love doing things with my hands. I love building things. So I think anything that keeps me busy and kind of stimulated in that way um, is great for me. And it's also super therapeutic um, as well. So it's harder than it looks, isn't it? Yes, it does. It looks so not easy, but the way that they just like touch the clay and you're like, they, it goes into a shape and you're like, gosh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. There's lots of videos. I feel like online of people do like, was it throwing or spinning Mm -hmm. or whatever it's called. And it always is so like therapeutic to watch, but I can't imagine actually going and doing it. I feel like it would just end up with a blob. So it's to you. Um, okay. Well, clearly then <laughs> you haven't always wanted to do, um, kind of what you're doing now. And I think this role is really new for you too. So I might change our next question a little bit and kind of ask you, um, what took you or what kind of brought you over into the healthcare realm? I, obviously it's a little different cause we're virtual, but what kind of made you transition over? Um, so I guess I've always kind of been somewhat in the healthcare. So going to nursing school, it probably all stems from that. I knew that I wanted to do something in the healthcare field or helping people, but through going to nursing school, I found out that nursing wasn't it. Um, Nurses are amazing and they have such a big heart and I just couldn't leave work at work. So I was just very drained all the time, um, emotionally, physically. So knew that wasn't it for me, but knew that something inside of healthcare was. So that's kind of what kept me in healthcare. I guess doing consulting was a different type of healthcare and it kind of made me miss that just the personal aspect of healthcare. Cause it was very much like consulting with like the CFOs of hospitals and how do we drive revenue and all those things. And so I wanted to be back to kind of the, you know, what's fueling, what's like filling up my bucket is how, how am I helping people and how can I directly affect someone else's life? And this job, this role kind of allowed me to do that, but still be strategic and creative and do all those other things. So it's, it allows me to be close to our patients and our clients, but it allows me also to be close to the other things that fill me up. So that's kind of what brought me, I guess, here, or I guess it kind of found me more than I found it, which is always nice when that happens. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, you've, you've kind of told your own personal story of, you know, figuring out what you, what you enjoy, what you're good at, and, and even having the space within the work realm to do some of that. What, what kind of advice would you give to someone that has been in a similar position as you? Advice on like how to find out? Yeah. How do you, how do you explore? I mean, you know what, there's, there's some amount of just, um, I think courage that it takes to, to step out of maybe a path that you've been on and say, I'm going to try something different. Um, even though I've put a lot of time and effort into this over here, or I've thought about this for a long time, there's a lot of courage to to be able to step away from that and to try a new adventure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just curious what your perspective would be on that. Yeah. I think it all started back when I was um, going to nursing school and I got through and I hadn't taken my boards or anything, but like was nearing my like last semester and knew it wasn't for me. And it was like, yeah, I could finish it because I could, you know, just get through this last leg of it to be done with it but I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do. And like, why delay figuring out what it was I did want to do, which was a huge deal to stop going to nursing school. Um, but I think what always drove me was thinking like, I don't want to look back and like have any type of regrets on this, on this time. I don't want to look back and think like, Oh, I could have been so much happier or I could have been like, where else would I have gone if I would have just made a decision when I thought of it. So I think acting on my intuition is something I've always kind of just lived by, um, going with my gut and just 
really listening to it, but I think listening to it is also one thing. Understanding it is another thing. So sometimes it talks to us and we don't, we don't hear it or we don't recognize it. So I think that just comes with getting to know yourself a little bit better and reflecting um, and paying attention to your body. So it's kind of fluffy way to say some fluffy advice. (laughs) (laughs) Solid advice though. Fluffy, but solid. Um, Okay. So we've heard about a lot of different interests that you have. If you could start any business that you wanted to tomorrow, what would that business be? Um, So I probably have two up on the list, but one that I've always wanted to do is a Christmas tree farm. Um, It's like plans I have had written out and like I've consulted with my dad about it, about buying the trees. And I've even looked into like the farming of the trees and what goes into it and more than just the trees, doing like a whole experience, like a Christmas, kind of like a pumpkin patch for Christmas, if you will. Yeah. Um, so that was one of mine. I would love to do that. I love Christmas. You would only work for like, you know, two months out of the year if it, if it went well for you, which would also be cool. Um, and then the other one is late night. So like late night food, I've always had this idea of there's so much that goes to waste at, you know, different various food places. So how could you basically at like half price, like buy food off of people to like make things like sandwiches or like, I always thought of like donuts or waffles or I don't know, random things, but kind of using the food that people have to throw out in a way because they, with protocols, like you can't keep it to like resell at night. Fascinating. Yeah, that is that's fun. a that's a fun idea. You should roll with that. I think that that would be super successful. I will not name the place that I am speaking of, but um, I have worked at a food place in Omaha before. That at the end of the night, like we they had to throw out their stuff, and they wouldn't let like their employees take it home, which I thought was so bogus. They yeah. would rather throw it in the trash. So strange. It is. But if, yeah, if you could buy it like half price and like repurpose it for something, like that's Mm -hmm. a cool idea. Mm -hmm. Christmas tree farm, I'm also totally for. I love Christmas too. And you would be good at that. Yeah. Maybe the, you can do the food at the farm festival. You just blend them together. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Last question for you. Who has been a mentor to you? Um, I think I talked a little bit about nanny when I was a nanny and I've had a lot of great um, moms and dads that I've needed for, but one in the last job that I needed for, so I was probably in 20, um, the mom, Alyssa was a business owner. So her and her husband both were business owners, worked from home. Um, and just being able to be surrounded by them and watch them own and run these businesses was huge for me. I learned so much from them and they brought me into their businesses. I became more than their nanny, um, which was really cool to see. Um, yeah. So I guess just Alyssa more specifically just being a a woman in business and um she was up against a lot of competition in Omaha too and was really successful and just yeah learned a lot from her so that's awesome good Claire thanks for joining us um and to our listeners thanks for joining us as well um we'll be bringing a few more podcasts your way um towards the end of our first season of podcasts here and uh, be listening for more of our Meet the Team podcasts as well. Thanks for joining the conversation today. If you found it helpful, please share with your family and friends. You can learn more about us on our website at continuetellerehab.com. We're also on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us there.